everybody. Welcome back to the Hot Seat Podcast, where your host... Thank <laughs> you. And Flo are here, where we always talk about things honest, open, transparently, where we communicate to you guys on various topics, whether it be about friendship, marriage, parenting, kids, or just the overall blending family conversation. And again, every topic that we discuss is a conversation. We are not experts. We're not here to give advice. This is a conversational podcast. Talking from then to now and everything in between that's going on. Our personal experiences as well as some things that we have been told from others. Exactly. But before we begin, we always have to show the support. Not the support. We have to show the appreciation and the love of the support of this go. here podcast, the Hot Seat Podcast. So to everyone that subscribes, thank, uh, that has subscribed, thank you for those who will. We appreciate it. The growing following, the listening, mm-hmm. uh, the likes, and the comments. Yes, we agree with those in the comments that say we probably need to get mics. But we need help getting those mics. So you can join the village uh, that's on Patreon.com. QFlow Studios is where you go to search. And those proceeds, of course, go to making this podcast more of a of a show. Taking it up a next level. No, not making it a show. Well, not... Because it's all real. It is real. But you know, most people watch podcasts. They got the mics. Making the it mixers. more enjoyable. There you go. Making the list, making the ears more happy, basically. I guess that's the best way to put it. Ears happy. Yes, we want happy ears. So, ears and, and we want to provide the happy ears. And to another uh, extent, we want to show our appreciation. Haven't watched it yet, but to Joshua Gonzalez, aka Joshi Gonz of Q Flow, uh, of the Q Flow, nope, of Kev on Stage Studios. Uh, he did put a video up on how to do the mics and everything and yes. connect. Thank you, and thank so you. we appreciate that. We're going to check that out. So hopefully the next time or two or three, we have it figured out and we'll have the mics here. So to everyone that's joining the village, we appreciate you guys. Continue to watch, continue to listen. And we're just going to transition right into <coughs> our next segment. And that's going to be story time. Living with Q-Flow. Public service announcement. Excuse all the yawns. I am so sorry. I do not know where they are coming from, but they are coming. I apologize. This is very interesting content. Flo is not boring me <laughs> as he speaks. I am just yawning. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I just, because it was like three while you were talking. I, I was like, oh my gosh. These people are going to be like, she's so Oh, I over with. <laughs> yes. And that is not it. I promise. It's not. I just, my body's like, yeah, and I was like, okay. It's all good. Well, I guess I'll start with the story since you got to get that uh, CO2 out your body or whatever's going on over there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm officially a, um, a sports dad, if you will. And this past weekend was extra enjoyable uh, to see our girls in their cheer competition mm-hmm. uh they did an excellent excellent job can't wait to drop the video uh it was said that fathers would cry and tear up and uh that didn't happen did i get choked up yes but i'm the one recording so i have to contain the emotions 
and they did an excellent job. We're so super proud of them. All the girls, the entire squad, all the levels did an excellent job. Mm -hmm. I believe we placed top three and everything, I believe. Yeah. Our girls uh, got second place. We really, really wanted to take down the first place winners <sighs> because those parents were doing the most, like they were celebrating second place winners because they knew that they got first place and you know Actually, so we really wanted to take them down they were celebrating their first place win while second place was being announced and still yes, yelling out their own city yeah which we're not so gonna call out that's, that's what happened this past weekend uh it was fun the, the girls love it they can't wait uh till next year to continue to cheer for the football team because they are undefeated heading into playoffs so hopefully we can keep getting those wins and they can keep on cheering uh, before they transition into their next sport, which will be gymnastics for uh, Ray. Ray and then dance for Yvonne because we missed the volleyball. And then I believe track has been over. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But Achilles won't start basketball into February. So. Yeah. On to the next with a short break in between. Well, at least for the girls, it was a short break. Yeah. <laughs> Achilles. So what's your story? Do you have one? Ah, yes. So as folks said, we had a wonderful weekend. Wonderful week prepping into the weekend. Started a new contract, getting the girls ready for their competition. Everyone's all excited. And then Weekend is over and we're all like, huh, finally, because it was a very long, like, 12-hour shift. Um, it was. It was. <coughs> woke up at 7.04, then get home till 9, after 9 o'clock. No, we woke up before 7.04 because I had to be there at 7. No, that's a lie. Wait, what? Yeah. Had to be there at 7? We had to be there at 7. So we oh, we woke up at 6.04. Six. That's what it was. 6.04, got them there after nine. shortly after 7. All right, what's your story? Yeah. So my story is, after having that wonderful weekend, today, this morning, mm -hmm. Which just so happens to be Yvonne's birthday. Yes, happens to be Yvonne's birthday. <laughs> Those are terrible presents then. I know. Anyways, um, we do our normal routine. We get the kids up, they get ready, they do lunch, all the things. Get them to school. Drop off the two, drop off the one, head on home. We're like, okay, we're going to do this and this and that. We just have our list. Mm -hmm. We get home, park the car, come inside, and we see Zeus looking super extra guilty <laughs> whilst trying to do something until he sees like when he sees us he stops what he's trying to do because he heard something so he froze and then he starts backing away in his room <laughs> with like, the door we, open yeah the door is open like we can't see him like you're watching us look at you so if you have if you're a mean <laughs> person you ever seen homer simpson back up into the bushes that's zeus in his room yes yes that's like slightly see-through Exactly, like you don't you don't see me doing this right now. <laughs> so obviously he has his guilty face. We know he did something. We immediately look over. To the left. To the left. Huge puddle of pee. Lemonade. Now the thing <laughs> is, is that 
bull or he he was taken out before we left to take the kids so he could potty and he did so he reserved some for revenge and he pottied on a huge like huge huge um to the left close to where like the kitchen area so you know he got he got reprimanded for that started cleaning that up flow goes upstairs and all i hear is oh my so we go he left another present not the same kind but another the present br the brown one yeah brown packages um in the entertainment space in the loft ew but you know what it gets better because no, he got reprimanded for that. Oh yeah, he got reprimanded for that. But and then sent back to his sent back to his room. Sent back to his room. After he got reprimanded, reprimanded twice now. So that he could come out and get reprimanded for the third time because he didn't stop in the loft. No, 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 absolutely not. He went into our room, passing <laughs> the clean laundry that has yet to be put up passing the bathroom into the closet and decided to leave multiple brown packages, brown little gifts. Yeah, brownies. All on Flo's side of the closet. Yeah. Wasn't just one mound. It's like, let me drop <laughs> one here, one over there, a couple right here. Imagine like your kid is bringing you back one of those little connect the dots. <laughs> That's what he did. But in the closet with yeah. So all of the things we had planned to do got pushed back because we had this to spend. This is why we're recording late. Yeah. Our, you know, our village our people time. who are getting this late. Because that we were cleaning and cleaning and cleaning all of that mess up. Yeah. So uh, Zeus is on an epic timeout right now. <laughs> epic. Looking at us like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but like I said, I'm sure it's, it's revenge because he hasn't had as much him and flow time as I'm sure he would like or what he's used to. So he was like, I'm going to get you back like this. Yeah. But he knew not to do the office <coughs> only because I assume this is his favorite spot as well because he's never done anything in here. That's true. That is very true. So my side of the closet, where I love to watch the football games and basketball and TV shows, and the and the side of the um, kit, like the dining area or whatever that he usually sits to wait for, for Flo, yeah, for for his treats or for Flo to give him some food. Yeah, it's his fault. Uh huh. Yeah. Spoiled. Zeus is spoiled. spoiled. What a life, living with Q Flo. What a life. <sighs> But well, we're going to continue on our journey going through chapters 4 through 8. Of Marriage Be Hard. But I just returned the favor. I was helping you finish your sentence. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> entitled Marital Roles Be Hard. The book is not entitled Marital Roles Be Hard. Chapter four, uh, 5. Oh. 
is marital world be hard. They know the book is not that. It's it's right there. How do the you still say it? Because some people are listening. That is true. I do forget that sometimes. I know. That's why I said yeah. the book, Marriage Be Hard. So we're starting at chapter five, which is Marriage Roles Be Hard, where they have a discussion about their roles and how they've adjusted and changed due to having children. I think their the preference uh, before that they wanted to, to give off a different vibe in this chapter, but it led towards how their marriage dynamic changed because kids are not involved. And one of the big things that I grabbed from it was expectations. Um, keep them open because each transition or season that you go through in your marriage might call on you to take on a different role or to change from what you were doing before to what you're doing now. So that's what I took from it because I was the not at home type of parent, always at the bank doing what needed to be done there. And then as the pandemic and everything shifted, I'm more so at home doing things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not taking on the cooking, because you know, she's the chief nutrition officer. She's the CNO. But I help a little bit more. Sous chef. Yeah, sous chef, you know. I make sure the HelloFresh is ready to go. <laughs> um, I... I mean, I guess I took away pretty much the same thing that you should make, sh or not you should, but it would be beneficial if your ideas and expectations were fluid. <laughs> How did you know? Fluid. <laughs> yeah. It's fluid. I love it. Fluid. <laughs> um, you know, you, you do need to be flexible because you don't, I mean, obviously, uh, child number one, actually, mm -hmm. not even child number one just coming together with a whole nother human person and trying to figure out how you guys are going to mesh together, things are going to change. Yeah. And then when you add into that a child who's completely dependent upon you, both, mm -hmm. there's going to be more change. So you can't be stuck and no, I do this. Because sometimes yeah. it's going to cause for the other person or you to yeah. switch, hockey puck, pass the water ball, pop potato, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And for us, there's a, there's a little tweak because we are blended, obviously, you know, preference of the podcast, that I have, <clears throat> you have Ray, who's traditionally accustomed to the routine with you and those particular expectations. And now that we're married, this is a new dynamic because it's not just mom. There's a, there's a male figure in the house and then providing those expectations so that way there's some wholeness there. And on the reverse on my side, he... Achilles traditionally with his mom and the other aunts and friends and so now there's a consistent male figure which is me that introduction and now you and then with Yvonne you know so we had to yeah. make those adjustments on the parenting side but also showing a uh, a uh, joint or joint front when it comes to traditional untraditional man woman in the house playing playing the mother and the father roles right so not to mention because we are a blended family we also are i shouldn't say we but the children <laughs> yeah. also had to adjust to uh i guess you could say sibling roles yep sibling roles and respecting the the opposite authority right the other so. 
Yes. I think that was more of a Ray thing, though. Yes, it, it was. Yes. <laughs> it was. Yeah, because Yvonne, I was her teacher, so that kind of came naturally, and mm -hmm. Achilles was just younger, so that wasn't <laughs> difficult. But Ray was like, yeah, uh, so mm -hmm. mom. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, I know your mom. Because I wasn't even comfortable yet. Yeah, so there, there were definitely conversations, but the, there was a lot of flexibility, fluidity between the expectations, especially yeah. at the beginning, with everyone trying to figure out what are we supposed to be doing, acting, mm -hmm. behaving like. Yeah. So it's new for them and it's new for us. Mm-hmm. Lots, so. lots of new. <gasps> no. So it's a lot of growth okay. on both sides, and so we do it together. As a unit. So what's the question or any other things that you have from this chapter, Mary the Rose? Um, not, well, I, I can say as, <laughs> as, as much as I expected myself to be Set in whatever my expectation were, expectations were, I was surprised at how easy I was flexible with certain things, but then how rigid, I mean immovable object, I was with other things. I like you know because reading this, there's a lot of um, ability to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for that I can't think of? Reminisce, that's not the word I was looking for, but reminisce and contemplate the past. So that way it'll be, or you'll be uh, better for your future, or present and future. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that was definitely something that I, um, I recognized. I was like, I was really flexible in these areas, but then yeah. mm -mm, concrete in all the other ones. <laughs> so... So you wouldn't say there were biblical or traditional in the sense of men's roles and duties and women's roles and duties. Because I, I believe we kind of touched on this with the CEO <coughs> of the household and how we work. So would you, just to answer that question, say we're traditional or untraditional? We are untraditional. All right, cool. What's yeah. the question? So the question is, that was an interesting question. I didn't understand why you would ask that because obviously, but no, the question is <laughs> how would you identify yourself and the roles you play in your relationship? I guess we kind of did that. Yeah, I guess we answered it already. Yeah. And if you want to dive further into it, <coughs> just check out CEO of the household. We kind of dived into this. It's me. It's 49% her. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that <laughs> anyway. That's marital roles be hard. <laughs> <laughs> so the next chapter they transition into fidelity be hard. So we all know what that means. Do we? Uh, fidelity? Yeah. Yeah, that's staying true, but it can be difficult depending on whether or not you decide to close the doors. <clears throat> and be sure that no one else had a key, make sure the windows are locked and couldn't get in. 
and you closed all those holes and that possibility of someone entering into to your <coughs> heart or entering anywhere else. Um, so they talk in depth on affairs are not just sexual. They come in other forms. They, it can it can be emotional affair. It can be a sexual affair. It can be whatever that individual is lacking. That ind that person is fulfilling that need, mm -hmm. and that can be seen as an affair as well. So uh, we have not experienced that as a unit. Have not experienced what infidelity, but have as a unit. No. We have not. I would have <laughs> to differ. I believe that you experienced emotional connection. I won't say affair, but <laughs> but emotional connections, which is a large reason why we had so many problems at the beginning of our marriage because it was pertaining to the mom. Beginning of our marriage? Well, yeah. What? The beginning of, sir, it spans a long time. So let's, from the time you and I decided to be in a monogamous relationship, through the beginning of our marriage, that time. I wouldn't call that emotional. I wasn't going to them for anything besides communication of kids. That is also not true. That is? You never text about how are you doing, how's your day, oh yeah, here, let That's me I told you to, you should get the next time you have to do X, Y, Z, tell me, talk to, you didn't do those things? What? Exactly. <laughs> I was being a nice individual. But you yeah. were okay. maintaining, okay. okay, thank Whatever. you. Whatever. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, truth be told, but this so, what? Hold on, this is a this. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm hungry and my brain is slow. I was gonna say this sentence, not the sentence. This chapter, because <laughs> this the whole chapter, not just one sentence. The whole chapter. This chapter we um read, technically listened to, um, but really didn't have an opportunity to have conversation because of all that was happening this weekend. So the kids were right with right. us. <coughs> we didn't have an opportunity to have a conversation. The kids were always with us. We're not about to talk about fidelity in front of the kids. You do that now, but when I was gonna bring, okay. But anyways, so this is definitely a chapter that we're going to probably revisit and yeah. have a deeper conversation about. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. They also discuss in the chapter triggers, knowing, understanding your triggers. So that was one thing that they touched on. Um, they also talked about, well, I guess we can flash back, shout out to what was uh, the pit podcast, if you will, because they entitled one of their episodes, What Works For Us Works For Us. Mm, yes. And so that's kind of the sentiment uh, that they were giving off is that you have to define in your particular relationship, you have to define what is appropriate and inappropriate uh, in your relationship for things to happen when it <coughs> pertains to fidelity. 
because in some cases it's okay for certain certain actions to happen because I'm comfortable with that. To me, that means nothing. To him, I know that means nothing. So we're cool with that. Somebody else outside looking in would be like, <gasps> so you have to do what? I hope <laughs> they don't do that. You gotta, well, inside their head. No, I know. You know. Or they might do one of these. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to figure out what that is. And they discuss um, what's the password, Marcus, to a certain extent. <laughs> do you feel you need to have passwords? Because when you come together, there's a, there is a level of privacy but depending on the relationship and the type that there that you are in, that password might need to be known on both sides. <coughs> and so my question to you is, do you need the passwords? My question to you is, why would you ask such a silly question? You have them, I'm just exactly. saying, but do you need them? Yes, I need the passwords. <laughs> I need all the passwords. I why? need phone passwords. I need the bank account passwords. I need the passwords you don't even know that you needed a password for. I need all of the passwords. Why? Because I need to know that if I need to, or if I want to, I can access it. And if I can't access it, why can't I access it? We live together. We are raising children together. Why can't I access it? How come I can't look at all the things on your Facebook or Instagram or whatever other things that you have that I really don't look at because it's social media. But still, that's beside the point. The point is, if I wanted to, I, got I could. I got you. I don't care. I don't be going through stuff. Anyways. I just need a password to the phone so I can use it as a third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Four. I was going to say, you do That's need it. the password. You need the password so you can have an extra device at your disposal whenever you need it. Yeah, like I said, I need an extra <laughs> screen. But I don't, I'm not a snoop. I don't do that. So you're calling me a snoop? I'm just letting it be known that I am. No, 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 no. You said I'm not a snoop. Because some people that could take needing passwords to be snoopish. No, if you go snooping, that's snoopish. <laughs> well, but having passwords, a lot of you people have define passwords to. I need because most of the time people ask, "What's the password?" <coughs> Why you do y'all look and walk off? I'm just saying. So that I'm just correlating the two, and I'm just saying I'm not a snooper. I don't do snoopish things. That's not true. You've looked through my text messages before. No, I have not. Yeah, you have. I did it was an accident. I don't know how you accidentally looked through text messages. Because when you open up MacBooks, doo -doo 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 -doo, all these messages come up. That's true. And so I see it. I don't be, let me look at the hand starts. I don't do that. You're on the phone. You actually looked at my, it, was my, it wasn't my messages. It was the, um, the camera, the pictures. Oh, yeah. Which is hilarious. All right. The other thing they addressed, addressed is a complimentary person who likes to express it verbally. So, do you think you are married to a flirt? Oh, I would say complimentary person. Yeah, I don't think. I know I am. This is not going the way I want it to. All right, <laughs> oh. so the last thing they touched on was third parties. They are very resourceful, but also you must be... <laughs> what were you, you waiting? No. No, we're going to skip through. We're, we're, you have to be very cautious of who that third party is. 
because when you go, when you're having any type of issues and certain things you want to talk oh, about. Oh, like talking to a third person. Make okay. sure you get, you know, a licensed therapist, whether it be a pastor or whether it be a group of friends or a couple or whatever the case may be. Be cautious in those choosings because even, I guess, putting yourself or you as a couple in that position of vulnerability, that could potentially be used against you and could cause problems in your marriage. So That's be cautious when you invite a third party in as a consultant, consulting, asking for advice, not the other stuff. Right. Unless you're into that. I mean, if you, that's what y'all do, that's what y'all do. But um, on to the last one. The next one, fighting be hard. Arguments, they discuss fighting fair, uh, be very other, otherwise if you're not fighting fair that can be perceived or explained as an individual being selfish because now you're putting the eye and you're pointing the fingers and doing things of that nature that can be seen as all you do is see it from the purview of your own eyes not even trying to see it from another perspective more importantly your partner's perspective so that way you guys instill that you have a strong connection. So they talked about that, not bringing up the past when fighting because the past is the past. And honestly, what's the sense in bringing it up? Because who you were yesterday, you're obviously, hopefully have evolved and changed from that and have a different perspective to focus on what's happening right now, be in that moment, address that moment, that issue, and, and to use your words Effectively and respectfully, because your words, they can, um, they can be like when you, let's just say you have a rug burn. We know how that is. Like it hurts, it burns, then you have the little, the scab is starting to heal, but then all of a sudden you have a rug burn on that one again because of the words that you're using. You could be picking at the scar leaving the emotional scar. It's trying to heal, but here you are bringing it back up again and digging into it again. So watch your words. Use your words, but watch how you use your words, how they come out, how watch, you verbalize it. Be cognizant of the words you use, the way in which you use them, and the tone with which you speak them. Yeah. You gotta be courageous. Like we said, like I said in the first episode, you gotta be courageous to jump off that ledge because you can't do like me, which is shut down, which is one of those mental blocks that they were talking about in this chapter. Which is I a trigger for me. <laughs> so I shut I shut down when I've hurt someone, made a mistake, or there's this spotlight, all eyes on me because of something, bad. something negative. negative. Yeah, I, I just shut down, literally, just mute. So yeah, it was a pretty good chapter. What's the question that we're gonna answer? Do you have unresolved feelings about something that your spouse said or did that was never addressed? Unresolved, that's something that you did. Nope. I was going to say I had one, but we talked about that. So, yeah, we're good. So, everything that's happened, we've talked about. Mm-hmm. That triggered me. Yeah. 
triggered. It says unresolved feelings. Yeah, feelings. So that means you did something that triggered me. And now I have an emotional or a feeling towards it. And we've talked about the ball. And we've talked about it. Give me an example, because I'm sorry, so, but I'm not sure about that. You're being Zeus outside in the cage, and you're making the reference of what happened to a previous dog that I had, which ultimately ended up. I, can, you, so can you do a reference between us about, like, people? A oh, people, oh, about people. People. Us. Human beings. Not the four-legged individual that we're well, taking care of. that she did. That was recent when we talked about it. But beyond that, there isn't anything that you do that's like, uh uh, we need to talk about this. So all the things that you don't say out loud that you think about that come out in your passive aggressiveness later on, we somehow end up talking about those things even though I don't know what any of them are? Yes. We have talked about it. There isn't anything that's unresolved right now. Okay. Clean what about you? Yes, there is. Okay, what is it? We are not going to get onto that. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm -mm. Just like Fidelity Be Hard. They have great questions <laughs> in the Fidelity Be Hard, which is why we address none of those right now here on the podcast. But we may do so later. A different point in time because again we are open honest transparent see with you saying that and i'm like ah oh, there is but i'm not going to talk about it we're not being honest open we are being honest and open that there is something that's in your head <laughs> that you don't want to talk about right now yeah it's a really touchy subject oh so we'll get back yeah. to it Trigger the both of us. <laughs> it was why oh, I had to talk. Really? Yeah. Well, I can't wait to talk about that and the fidelity questions. <laughs> All right. Ooh. So parenting be hard, and I understand why it's hard because of what they discuss in this chapter, and that is ultimately preparing your kids for the ultimate next phase of their maturity of their lives, and that correlates to the conversation about consent, sex, consequences of sex, sexuality, all of that stuff. Yeah, that's... That's a lot. That's a lot, because we have now 12-year-old, 11-year-old, and 6-year-old. So it's kind of getting close to that age, (coughs) especially when there's girls involved, because with guys, that's just... When you have boys, to, to me, it's just, that's easy talk. Why can, can't it be easy talk with you girls? You can joke about it. You can make, you know, you can make it humorous. And why can't you do that with girls? Because as a father, that is not easy. Okay, well, you're a father to a son, so it should to be you. the same. Oh, yeah, well, to him, that would be easy. Again, it should be the same. You're a father. You are a father to a son. You are a father to girls. Either not. which way, you have to have a conversation. It that's should not. be the same. It's not easy because that's just how my mind works. But you know, we got we have to prepare and get ready for those conversations because not doing so that means they'll end up being in the same cycle that a lot of us were, which is not having the conversation at all, 
learning from videos on the internet, aka Pornhub, and having a misconceived concept of what intimacy is in a physical way, uh, what consent is also, because a lot of those Pornhub videos are fantasy and they just doing weird stuff on there that normally doesn't happen in real life. Uh, whether it be movies that you end up watching, TV shows with the innuendos and all that stuff, and just the worst of all, kids. Other kids who think they just know exactly what it's like. I plan on doing a PowerPoint presentation. I plan on doing something similar like my Uncle Rodney did woke my eyes up and this was yeah I was 13 he showed me the the just terrible pictures of different STDs and what it looked like and what this could happen okay. to you we're doing it together we are doing it together okay I'm just saying that's my that was literally the only conversation I really had with my uncle Rodney him showing me pictures and briefly talking about it but beyond we're not that, just gonna talk about STIs. But beyond that, there wasn't a true conversation in the church or at home about it. I Besides a good 15 minute conversation before I left as a senior in high school to college <laughs> with my dad. I think this is a good converse or a good point to do the question. What's the question? The question is, do you remember how you learned about sex? R and B music. That's was the greatest teacher because my dad that's all he played is that seriously how you learned that's why that's how i learned about listening to the words that they're talking about putting the pieces together cover your eyes when the movies are on sitting there watching and seeing <laughs> are your eyes closed yes my eyes are closed so that's how i <laughs> <laughs> Feel like Achilles. My eyes are open. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. <laughs> right. That. So that's that's how I learned. There wasn't an actual conversation. And then stumbling. I and then another thing is, um, it wasn't Pornhub back then for me. It was more like Frostwire and LimeWire. When you end up searching for music, and all of a sudden there's just random stuff that pops up. Oh, let me click and download that. What in the world? So that's how. I will never forget. <laughs> I learned about that. Being in, what was it? The, was it sixth grade? Seventh grade. We had our, our digital arts class and the assignment was to go online and search your favorite animal and like put a picture because we're like building this like portfolio but mm -hmm. with different things we found on the internet my favorite animal are apes but at that age i typed in monkey oh doing that monkey what <laughs> came up on the screen was not what i had envisioned for my picture and it had to have been i push enter and we're waiting waiting and it loads up just as the teacher was walking behind me so of course i'm freaking out like no no no, no. i i just i wanted to see not this <laughs> like no complete sentences because i didn't really know what to say because i'm like and then of course you know because it's school is slower you can't really 
like go back or delete or get the page. The internet to... was not quick back then. Yeah, so I'm just like, if like it's just there, it won't go away. <laughs> he's fortunately he was cool. He was like, it's all right, don't worry. I feel like you. <laughs> that's like you as a parent over there watching one of them on the Orno, and then all of a sudden their child walks in and you're like trying to change the remote. So that's what you were like. Just Pretty much. Just couldn't get it done. Delete, delete that. Get escape. Off the escape. Oh my God! Turn off! Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah, and it was Jesus, Jesus. I don't know what they were doing before because the volume was up too. So like you could hear and then you could see, and I was freaking out, pushing all the buttons. Nothing was happening. Yeah, but like I said, he was super cool teacher. It was like, don't worry. Speaking of teachers, Miss Gat, she did she did do a good job senior year explaining the consequences of sex. Sexuality wasn't touched on back then, obviously. This is back in 09. So long ago. Anyways. But yeah, she talked about the consequences of it, the different uh, infections, some of them curable, some of them not, things of that nature, how to protect yourself. So she did a good job with that. Um, but yeah, going to the book though, I think having those conversations earlier makes it a whole lot easier when it comes to, it, it, I think it'll make parenting easier rather than parenting being hard. Having those conversations beforehand prevents the uh, desire and curiosity of knowing because you want to push this conversation uh, deep down right. into a hole. Cause I'm not ready, that's my daughter, that's my son. So even though I said it's, it's going to be difficult, but I know I have to do it and I want to do it. Uh, sooner rather than later because I don't want her want them learning out in the streets I'd rather them yeah. hear from us have those conversations which is what I like what Melissa said was instilling our moral and thought process mm -hmm. around that particular topic to create that open dialogue so there isn't a uh, what are you watching you know don't have any of that right. it's like okay she's you know, she's tending to a need or he's tending to a need. And we have those open conversations because curiosity, because as soon as I left home, went right up into it. Because, and I think having that conversation probably would have helped slow my roll a little bit rather than being so uh, yeah. curious. It probably would have helped me. I mean, I still held off, I didn't go right into it, but it definitely would have helped. I mean, I would have been less curious. So I would have been less exposed to X, Y, and Z, which yeah. just kind of exposure helps you to be a little bit more comfortable. But having those conversations routinely would help because yeah. you're not curious. It's like, oh, okay, like we talked about this at home, like whatever. <laughs> I like you're not gonna go search it out. I mean, honestly, yeah, unless... it's just a boob. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to get all riled up like all the other guys. Touch a booty today. Who cares? Who says that? <laughs> well, I was once a boy. I heard other people. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll make it easier rather than subjecting ourselves as parenting as parents to parenting be hard because this was so hard right having that routine like you said conversation about it makes it a whole lot easier and i think that's kind of the gist of the book so far being eight chapters in that it's going to be as hard as you want it to be mm -hmm. but if you address each one of these topics with honestly openness 
transparency within that vulnerable space, comfortable space. Mm -hmm. It'll make it a whole lot easier for you as a parent, make it a whole lot easier for you as a husband or wife. And so I'm liking this book so far. We uh, have four more chapters to go and we hope you guys are mm -hmm. buying and purchasing uh, because just because they're New York Times bestsellers, you know, we, we want to keep them high in the ranking, however right. the rankings work. Right. And so you guys get the audible, get the book, get the hard copy, put your notes in there, have those conversations, whether you're married or not, this so far is getting even single folk, I would, I would say, prepared for that next phase of life, which is having that spouse, that partner by oh, my side. So we thank you guys from all forms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we're talking about Amazon Music, Audible, mm -hmm. Spotify, Apple, all of you guys that are supporting, listening, watching, leaving the reviews, sharing, doing all the things necessary uh, to help a podcast like ours grow and reach more people. Right. We appreciate you guys and your efforts in doing so. Uh, that is, that's the support we're looking for. That's the support mm -hmm. we want. We want that zero dollars and zero cents support. And you guys are providing that. I'm being for uh, real. I, it took me a minute. But, if you, want, but if you cents. feel the need to give a $3 holla to us or to donate even more, you just go to patreon.com and search Keyflow Studios. And then you'll be a part of the paying village membership where you get this podcast early access exclusive videos that only stay on podcasts and all the on other Patreon. content that only stay on they Patreon. Only stay on Patreon. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I said podcast episodes that only stay on podcasts. That only stay on Patreon, of course. <laughs> and all the other content that we uh, release uh, on there as well. So we thank you guys for listening again. Uh, this is bi-weekly, as you know. So we'll see you guys in another two weeks. Until then, love and